Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about my true motives, my motives behind why I got into investing, what drives me, what keeps me showing up here every single week, two times a week on the Investing for Freedom podcast, and really just what that core message is and what keeps me excited. And as a side note, um, the premise of this whole conversation I wrote in my blog, and I know some people would rather read than listen. Um, if you're interested in following me or the blog, head on over to um, www.michaelmichaelayala.com forward slash blog. And you can uh, you know sign up, get on the list and, and keep track of the blogs as they come out. Um, I'm going to spend more time over there and we've put out some pretty good stuff in, in some of our businesses, but I'm going to start putting more stuff out on my personal website. So again, head over to michaelayala.com forward slash blog, and, um, you can follow the blog there if you would rather read than listen. But if you're here listening to this podcast, you're probably a listener, but anyway, so here's my true motives. Um, in the investing sector, there are different groups of investors with different motives. Obviously, everyone has an agenda and you know people have different appetites for risk. Some are more reckless than others. In group one is what I call the thrill seekers. To them, investing is a game and that game is to outdo someone or something else. Some have a goal to beat the S&P 500. Others want to outsmart Wall Street by beating others to the punch. It's a timing game for them. Picking up stocks before they rise and dumping them before they slide, profiting from the anticipation is the game that these thrill seekers seek, right? In group number two, um, investing is an extension of, of high school, basically. They want to hang out with the cool kids. Um, they're the first ones to jump on the latest trends and styles, and they will try anything they just want to fit in. Um, you know, a lot of you guys have been probably watching some of that and can identify with these um, different groups of people. To put it another way, they don't want to be left out and they will do whatever the crowd is doing not to be left out of the conversation, no matter the outcome. More often than not, just like in high school, going with the crowd often ends in disaster because the crowd doesn't invest based on logic. They invest purely on emotions. In high school, going with the crowd often means doing things you wouldn't typically do on your own. Um, this is also, you know, so many people are just so passive, um, in their investments, which I'll get to that in a minute. But in the first two groups, investors invest based on emotion, whether that's doing what thrills them by trying to outsmart the markets or chasing the next big thing, like the cool kids are doing. Um, then there's group number three, which I started to allude to. This group doesn't have an agenda. They want to take emotion out of their investment decisions. So they play it safe or they leave the decision to financial advisors. In high school, these kids mostly stayed out of trouble. They went to school, they got good grades, and they probably had after-school jobs because it was safe and it's what their parents did. This group may end up making good incomes and salaries, but they don't do anything out of the norm. They just want to make it to retirement safely. How many of you guys know someone like that or have been someone like that and you are getting enlightened to the fact that you need to do things differently? So everyone has motivation. Um, everyone has an agenda or an end goal when it comes to an investing, right? What is it that you really want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to get it? 
Uh, this is the thing that we're constantly talking about. But for me, um, you know, I woke up, it obviously didn't happen overnight, but I knew something was missing with many of the common investing strategies that I saw along the way. I remember working um, for a, a company, you know, as a, as a plumber, as I've discussed so many times, it was called Snyder Mechanical. And I remember when the 401k guy would come in and, you know, he would just show me these numbers over the next 65 years, if I did X and, you know, if, I mean, even on a worst case scenario, I'd hit 3% and the, you know, we've been averaging 7% since 1928 and all that. It just, there was something off to me. I just didn't understand it. Group number one and the market timers, they're about gambling and speculation. That, that's no, there, there's no like long-term strategy to build on there. Neither is going with the herd like the investors in group number two. Going with the herd has historically resulted in disaster, so that strategy is no good. <laughs> How many times have you seen recently, like you know, three or four days into some crazy meme stock or something, um, you get wind of it and you look at it and it's skyrocketing and you know people that are jumping in and then you know, 30 minutes later it's crashing. Um, it going with the herd doesn't make a lot of sense. Here's the thing. I'm very familiar with group number three. Um, this group included some of my highly compensated friends who were married to their jobs and could never seem to get time off to do the things that they wanted. You know, I looked around and I was just looking at this lifestyle. I just put a post up about my son, you know, chasing his dreams, Timothy. And I'm so proud of him because he's going after what he wanted. And he actually, um, a few episodes back, I replayed an episode from Kara's podcast, marriage, money, and mayhem, um, where the, uh, she interviewed my kids on father's day. And one of the things that Tim said on there was that he always appreciated me because I didn't force them into doing things that I thought they should do or trying to get them to come over and do things that I wanted to do. I was always open to things that they wanted to do, not just in recreation, but, um, also in their careers. And, you know, this kind of ties back into group number three. It's really easy for us. And I've seen so many of my friends that are lawyers, accountants, high paid, um, engineers. In fact, uh, you know, a big percentage of the people that I consult with and coach with are high paid W2, like highly educated engineers, lawyers, attorneys, doctors, dentists. Um, I'm very familiar with group number three, as I said, um, you know, I looked around and I watched a lot of these. These are supposed to be the people, um, that, you know, went to school, they invested all this money and they're the high income earners. But a lot of times they're just not happy with their investment portfolios and they're looking for more. They didn't have time to put thought into investing. So what do they do? They leave it to a financial advisors, most of whom couldn't even beat the S&P 500 or they stuffed their money into 401ks. We see this all the time. My friends didn't have time to think about investing because they had to work meet clients, be there for their patients, bill hours to generate income. They all had the typical jobs. Most parents wanted us to grow up to be engineers, doctors, as I said, attorneys, CPAs, and they're all headed to that golden age of retirement like everybody else at the age of 65, right? This is like this day when it's out there on the, um, the horizon and you know we work our tail off our entire life just waiting for this day. And when we finally get there, we realize that we've wasted two thirds of our life just waiting to get to this day and, and literally the best years of our life. So as I studied the lives of these friends closer, I quickly realized that despite all their education, high incomes and big houses, they lacked one thing that to me trumped everything else. And it's the word freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M. And that is really where my core message comes in and why I do what I do. It's not even just, it didn't start obviously with me waking up saying, hey, I'm gonna launch the Investing for Freedom podcast. It was a lifestyle thing for me. I realized that that was the one thing that they were missing when I looked around and you know, 
I say friends, but even from an early age, I was looking at people who were obviously not my friends, but they were older than me and they had gone down this road. And I was kind of like trying to figure out, okay, what type of life do I want? And again, the thing that they were missing was freedom to do what they wanted, how, when, where on their own terms and not on the terms of the corporations, hospitals, or law firms that they worked for, right? That was my life changing moment. And again, it's not like it just snapped and happened overnight, but when they get this epiphany that I had different goals than any of the three groups that I'm describing above, that's when things really started opening up for me. I wasn't investing to retire safely and to travel when I reached that golden age. I certainly wasn't investing to beat the market. Never one to follow the herd. I wasn't investing to chase the next big thing either. I was investing for freedom, true freedom. Freedom to travel now, not when I'm 65. Freedom to explore and start multiple businesses now, not when I'm 65. Freedom to take my wife out for breakfast, lunch, dinner during the week. Freedom from being tied to an office or to the clock. Freedom from the pressures of the crowds. Freedom from the pressure to make up losses from bad investment timing. The type of freedom that I'm talking about requires investing differently from the crowd. It requires thinking long-term and it requires investing in assets that give back. If this is resonating with you, it really, I understand that it can be scary at times to go against the flow, to go against the herd, to not find yourself in one of those three investment groups that I talked about. But the reality is we've got one life to live guys. And that word freedom, true freedom, to be able to, if one of your kids needs you or is struggling to be able to just take off the work in the afternoon and just, you know, go take their mind off of it, take them to the arcade, um, you know, take them to ice cream, whatever it is, that's true freedom. My kids have seen the world. Karen, I said, when we first got married, when we were young, that we wanted to make memories over possessions. And what I realized along the way, you know, a lot of times we think we have to sacrifice one for the other. That, that level of thinking that we wanted to make memories over possessions, it automatically denotes that there was something in our mind that thought that you couldn't have both. And I'm here to tell you, you can have both. You can have success. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with being a high earning, you know, engineer or, uh, you know, doctor or CPA. I know plenty of doctors, dentists, um, GoBundance is full of them that love, love, love what they do. They, they, they went after medicine because it was a calling of theirs and they're also investors. So it's not like you have to have one or the other. Again, sometimes it denotes that we have to have one or the other. But what I am saying is that so many people are miserable in their high W-2 earning jobs because they never were really able to go find their true freedom. And so if you love your job, yet you're just looking for a different version of that. Again, I know, I know doctors who spend very, very little time practicing and they spend much more time in the I quadrant, right? Uh, Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant is so valuable with this because um, you can be an employee and there's nothing wrong with that. You can be self-employed like the dentist doctors and stuff that I'm talking about, or you can start thinking differently and start saying, okay, how do I, how do I create and turn this into a business where I own 10 or 15 or 20 surgery centers with a whole bunch of doctors underneath of me. And now I'm a business owner slash investor and start moving yourself to the other side of the quadrant. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Go get the book cash flow quadrant. It'll change your mind. It'll change the way you think about things. It'll change the way that you have conversations. But the reality is what I'm looking for and what my true motives are, everything that I do, I put through a filter of, is this going to get me closer to what I want? And that's why I'm always talking about the formula. What do you really want? Why do you want it? What are you going to do to get it? 
measure results. And again, adjust. Adjusting is so important because when your desires change, when outside circumstances dictate that you need to change, inside circumstances dictate that you need to change, or you know what? You just decide that what you thought you wanted is really not what you wanted. That's fine. But my whole premise is just freedom. Um, it doesn't mean that I don't want to have, uh, that I don't want to go to work. I, I love working. I love starting new businesses. I love business partnerships. I love investing. I just don't want to have to do it every single day. And that is why I do what I do. I'm investing for freedom, true freedom. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.